So tonight we're going to return to a similar kind of thing that what we were doing the very first lesson of this series. So coming back to this idea of turning on a dime, see if any of the things we did in between made a difference. So you can get yourself a little acquainted with the floor and scan how you're making contact. But most of tonight we're going to be standing. But just take it in, feel your left side against the floor, your right side. What the space behind your low back is like. How your shoulders rest. And then come up to standing when you're... Come up to standing. A habit I always say when you're ready, but I'm not sure if you get ready for it. Why don't you just come up to stand? And stand with your feet to just a normal, comfortable distance part, a little distance part. And lift both of your arms to the ceiling. So you've got your arms raised to the ceiling. And begin to turn your pelvis left and right and turn your back left and right and leave your head and your shoulders and your arms more or less still. So turn your pelvis left and right, turn your whole back left and right but with your shoulders staying still in space, your head staying still in space, your arms staying still in space. So you'll kind of be twisting underneath your arms or underneath your shoulders, won't you? You feel where that is, maybe. So you feel not just that your pelvis goes back, it's not just that you're sticking out your bum on the one side and sticking out your bum on the other side, but your ribs go backwards on that side as well. And how much your ribs can go backwards maybe has to do with how free they can feel from your shoulders because your shoulders and your arms are going to stay more or less like, more or less still in space. Now let's do that just on one side. So just take your left hip backwards and then back to the front. So you're just doing one half of this kind of arc. And your right hip joint is going to stay more or less still over your right leg. And your left hip joint turn backwards around it. Take your left hip joint back and come back. And continue doing that. Leave your shoulders in the same place. Leave your arms in the same place. But turn your head to look left as you take your left hip joint back. Turn your head to look left. And then back to the front as your hips come back to the front. And your shoulders stay to the front. take your head in the opposite direction as you take your left hip backwards turn your head to the right
And then alternate once when you take your hip backwards, take your head to the left, and once take it to the right. And leave that and bring your arms down and walk around a little bit. Just walk around a bit, see how you feel. So we're going to be doing quite a bit here in this lesson with our arms up in the air like that. And you can always take them down and have a rest whenever you need to. You don't have to wait for me. So always take a rest and then start again, whatever we're doing. So come back to your spot. And raise your arms to the into the air. Your feet a comfortable distance apart. And now take your, your feet a little bit apart. And now take your right hip backwards. And let's refine this a little bit. When you're taking your right hip backwards, don't just sort of stick your bum out backwards, but actually also take your lower ribs backwards, at least your lower ribs. And that'll take a little bit of like doing something with your abdominal muscles, a little bit of work. So as you take your right hip backwards, as you take your right hip backwards, you also pay attention, are those lower ribs, your lower ribs on the right side, can they move backwards as well? And maybe your lower back rounds a little bit. Be using your abdominals a little bit to make sure those ribs follow. So your lowest ribs are going backwards with your hip on the right side. So look for that idea, look for that feeling. And then when you've got some feeling for that, add in your head so your face turns to look right as your right hip goes backwards, the top of your, not just your tailbone, but the top of your hip, top of your pelvis, the bottom of your lower ribs on that side, bottom of your rib cage on the right side. All that goes right and your head turns right at the same time. Do that a few times. And then turn your head in the other direction a few times. Turn your head left while you take your right hip backwards. Alternate, take your head one direction and the other direction. As you take your right hip and lower ribs, everything backwards. Okay, and then leave that and just walk around a little bit.
Come back to your spot. Are you ready? Left and right straight. Yeah. Okay, and lift your arms to the ceiling. Stand your feet a comfortable distance apart again. Lift your arms to the ceiling. And now we're going to take our shoulders. So take your shoulders, your left shoulder forwards and your right shoulder backwards. Left shoulder forwards and your right shoulder backwards. But your hands, your head can more or less stay in the same position. So it's kind of like your hands are hanging from the ceiling or holding on to something on the ceiling. And then you could just move your shoulders underneath your arms. Take your left shoulder forwards and your right shoulder backwards. Left shoulder forwards and right shoulder backwards. And with your eyes on the horizon, take your head in the opposite direction. So look left as you take your left shoulder forwards. And back to the front as you take your back to resting. Your left shoulder forwards, right shoulder backwards, and your head turning to look left. And then add into that that you're taking your left hip backwards. So your left shoulder's going forwards, right shoulder going backwards, head's turning left, and turn your left hip backwards. And the lower ribs go along. still moving your shoulders or are they just managing to stay still so come back and just rest your arms down for a moment again and then we'll put them up in a moment yeah I will something about when you're lying down on the floor and someone just tells you to take everything in opposite directions it's relatively easy to process <laughs> if you're standing up and someone tells you the same ideas Okay. Shoulders going. So basically, your head and the hip are moving together, but your shoulders are moving forwards and your hands. Okay. So hands towards the ceiling. Let's start from the shoulders and build from there again. So hands to the ceiling and your left shoulder forwards and right shoulder backwards, and then back to where you started. Left shoulder turns forwards and right turns backwards. It's like your whole shoulder girdle's twisting, turning around your axis in the center. Left forwards and right backwards. And then can you add in just the hip? So as your left shoulder goes forward, your left hip goes backwards. You go in opposite directions now and you use your abdominals a bit so that you can take your lower ribs along with your left hip going backwards. And then add in your head to go with your hips. While your shoulders continue to go opposite. 
And then take your head with your shoulders. So turn your head right as your hip goes backwards, left hip goes backwards. And then go back to doing your head with your hip. So your left hip goes backwards, your left shoulder forwards, your head turns left. And back to the middle and your hands really kind of staying still, hanging from the ceiling. And leave that and walk around a little bit. Sorry, I just saw Hard Candy with Ellen Page last night. I hadn't seen it yet. So just the image of people hanging from the ceiling is a bit too vivid in my mind. (laughs) On our new big TV, it's a bit too much. (laughs) I'm not enjoying that particular image in the instructions tonight. Have you seen it? She goes torturing this guy in his house. (laughs) Yes, very intense. Let's come back and try that on the other side. Raise your hands to the ceiling, your feet a comfortable distance apart. And now take your uh, right shoulder forwards and your left shoulder backwards. See what that's like. Your right shoulder forwards and your left shoulder backwards. Take your right shoulder forwards and your left backwards. And now can you add taking your right hip backwards. Right shoulder forwards, right hip backwards. And let your face turn right with your right hip. Follow your right hip backwards. Those low ribs are going as well. A little bit of effort with your abdomen. And you turn your face to look right. And then a few times, turn your face to look left. Your right shoulder goes forward, left, right hip goes backwards. Turn your face to look left with your left shoulder. Eyes on the horizon. Not looking down. And then have your face turn right again with your right hip. Against your right shoulder, your right shoulder goes forward. Your hands hanging from the ceiling. And leave that and walk around for a minute. Just walk around and feel how you're walking. And then your feet comfortable distance apart. Lift both your hands to the ceiling again. Leaving your shoulder, your head, your arms in the same place. Take your pelvis, take your back left and right like you did at the beginning. And just see what that's like now. If there's any easier, any more freedom. 
Any more clarity in the ribs, lower ribs going along? And then leave that and lie on your back and take a rest. And feel how you're lying on the floor now. Feel if there have been any changes, any changes in how your pelvis lies. The upper edge of your pelvis, lower and your ribs, your low ribs, and the space between the top of your pelvis and your low ribs, your low back, how your upper back lies. And then come up to standing again when you're ready. And stand with your right, weight on your right foot. Have your weight on your right foot and so that you could lift your left foot. And put your left foot just a little bit back and behind so you're just the tippy toe of your foot's touching or something. You're not resting weight on it, but it's touching the ground. And lift your right hand towards the ceiling so you've got holding just your right hand towards the ceiling. And come back out of that. Come back to just standing normally. Take a moment and pay attention to your breathing. Follow your breathing. And let's really... Take a moment to feel how we do this. What do we do when we move our foot back? What do we do when we lift our hand? So come back into that weight on your left foot, right foot. (laughs) Weight on your right foot, move your left foot backwards, lift your right arm towards the ceiling. You're supposed to do all that, noticing if you interrupt your breath, which if you laughed at me, you already interrupted your breathing to laugh at me, I'm sure. so. So you can go in and out of that a couple of times and just see, can you shift into that position without holding your breath at any point while you're Taking your left leg backwards, lifting your right arm to the ceiling. And even more importantly, feel, do you do anything with your head? What do you do with your head as you do all that? What do you do with your head and what do you do with your pelvis? So let's break that down a little bit. Leave your arms still for a moment and let's just take the weight onto the left foot, right foot. Take your left foot back behind. Uh, Right foot. 
where does your pelvis go when you do that? So come back to where you started. Your pelvis obviously is going to shift a little bit to the left, but when you take... Oh, my God. What is wrong? We're standing on the right foot with the left foot backwards. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I am. I'm on the wrong side of the mirror tonight. Honestly. Can't imagine. Your pelvis obviously shifts a little bit to the right as your weight goes on your right foot. Unless you found some way to do it on the other side of the mirror. And as you take your foot backwards, your left foot backwards, does your pelvis go backwards or does it go forwards a little bit? What does it do? Does it go a little bit backwards? In which case you're probably actually going to want to put like weight on the ball of your foot or something. Or if it goes a little bit forwards, it's like a little counterbalancing weight and your leg going backwards can become even lighter, can become very light. Just a little bit. It's a matter of, this is just a matter of little millimeters or centimeters of movement. You just feel, where does your pelvis go when you stand or take the toes of your left foot back? And then what about when you lift your arm, where does your head go? And where does your chin go? So as you lift your right arm, does the back of your neck stay long? Does it shorten? If your head goes just subtly forwards and up, but not up and tilting your chin up, but lengthening a little bit forwards and up, not backwards. So you can do that. You can lift your arm and take your head backwards, right? So it's kind of a counterweight again. Lift your arm, take your head backwards, your whole back lift. Try something different. This is lifting your arm and your head lengthens up at the same time. And your breath remains free. Your back doesn't arch, but it lengthens. And then if we got the mirror out, and if you were able to look in the mirror without distorting everything you're doing by looking in the mirror, you would see that this brings you into a place where your ear is over your shoulder, is over your hip, is over your ankle. Okay, so when you're ready, come into that place and stay there. You're really standing on the right side of your skeleton now, really standing. And now think of this right side of yourself. Think of what line that you're standing on here. 
as like an axis. And now you're going to turn the whole left side of your body around it. So your left shoulder, your left hip, the whole left side of your body can turn forwards and backwards around the axis from your left ankle to your left hip to your right ankle to your right hip to your right shoulder to your right arm. So your right shoulder, your right arm, that'll all stay still in space. And your head can be free, your head can be independent if it's a little bit forwards and up, not tilted back, not broken at the back of your neck. Your head might turn with you or it might stay looking forwards, it could do either. And stay at the front and just take your shoulder, just take your left shoulder forwards forwards like if you want to take your left shoulder forwards to go around this axis where is your left shoulder going to go where is your left shoulder going to go to turn around this axis just your left shoulder just make that clearer for yourself And switch your arms so your right arm is down and your left arm is up. And you're still turning around the axis, your right axis, but now your left arm, your left shoulder, your left hip all turns around your right axis even though your right arm's hanging down. You can still have the axis from your shoulder to your hip to your foot. Now your left arm's gonna make an arc in space while your right shoulder stays the same place in space. And then with both arms to the ceiling, turn everything around the axis of the right side. Your hip, your shoulders. So your right arm, like your right leg, as though your right arm were like standing on the ceiling and your right leg standing on the floor. And then you turn around. So your left arm is going to swivel in space but your right arm stay in that line with your right leg okay leave that bring your arms down walk around a little bit just walk feel what walking's like hmm? Offsided. turning around one of those axes Think of how much easier it was last week when you turned around your arm on the floor. You could turn around your arm on the floor because the floor was there and it was making this axis for you, right, that you were turning around. Now you have to find it kind of just 
out of your own inner sensation, your own map, and that's not necessarily obvious, right? Now, your weight on your left foot. I do mean your left foot this time. Take the right leg backwards, the toe touches. And feel that on this side. Can you feel where does your pelvis go? As you shift your weight, where does your pelvis go so that your left leg really holds your weight and your right leg is free, just resting on the toes? Your knee bent. Your knee can be bent. Your right knee, I mean. Your left knee soft, but your right knee bend as you go back. And then lift your left hand to the ceiling as you do that. Lift your left hand. And where does your head go? So can you feel as you shift your weight to the left, take your right toe back, lift your left arm. Can you make a line of your spine that's just a little bit forwards and up? Your head going a little forwards and up and not going backwards. And so you're really standing, your skeleton is holding your weight on your left leg. on the horizon and then next time you're there stay with your left arm in the air stay with your weight on the left and your toes on the back And now turn around this axis. So turn your right hip forwards and backwards around your left hip. Turn your right shoulder forwards and backwards around your left shoulder. So your left shoulder and your left hip stay perfectly stacked over one another in space. Your head free forward and up. And your right shoulder, your right hip can turn forwards, backwards around that axis. can feel very different on one side than the other side, right? Find a very different feeling. One side, the axis might be really clear, and the other side, really not so clear. More teetering, a little loss of balance. 
really think it's a very difficult thing to think. You're not taking your left shoulder forwards and backwards. Your left shoulder is staying as still in space as your left hip is, and you're really going around it. So as though you were lying on the floor over there. Remember that feeling last week? You were lying on the floor on that one side and turning around it. And uh, just do your shoulder. Just turn your right shoulder around your left shoulder so your left shoulder's staying in the same place in space. Same place. And now can your right shoulder... Rotate around that place. What happens across your front as you go forwards? What happens as you go backwards? And then let your hip join in. So you take your whole right hip forwards and backwards around this axis on your left. Your head forwards and up. Can your head just stay looking forwards as all this happens underneath? Is your head free to just continue to look forwards as all of this happens underneath? And switch your left and right arms. So lower your left arm, raise your right arm. But you're still turning around the axis from your left hip to your left shoulder. So now your right arm is your right hand. It's going to make this arc in space. Your right shoulder will make this arc around the axis of your left shoulder. Your left shoulder staying on that axis that your head is standing over on your left foot. And then both arms to the ceiling. Both arms to the ceiling. You feel the left arm staying on the axis and the right arm turning around it. And the right shoulder, the right hip, everything turning around the axis of that left arm. No, not turning around the axis of your skull, turning around the axis from here to here. (laughs) Great. Okay, bring that down. Walk around a little bit. Okay, come and stand again. Stand with both arms to the ceiling. And like the beginning, just take your whole pelvis, your whole back, left and right, backwards. The little ribs going along, your shoulders, your arms, your head staying forwards. See what that's like now. Is that getting any easier? And then take your legs farther apart. So you've got your legs quite far apart. Wide stance. And with your arms to the ceiling. Pull in your abdomen a little bit so your lower ribs are related to the top of your pelvis. And take just the left side of your pelvis backwards and your left shoulder backwards like you're turning around 
the axis. Now it's really going to be the axis from your right hip to your right shoulder. It's not going to be your right leg. Your right leg's off doing something else now. You turn that side with your pelvis. Tuck your lower back a little rounded backwards so that your ribs come along, your lower ribs come along. And you turn around the axis of your right side. Your knees a little bent, wide stance. Like, hmm? Did I say the wrong side again? Going along your right. Yeah, left side's going back, so around the right axis. Apparently need my rest for the new year. So I'll have my left and I'm going to study left and right the whole holidays. I'll come back a better teacher. <laughs> and when you're ready, take your arms up again and try the other way. So around your left axis, take your right shoulder, your right hip backwards, your abdomen drawn in so that your lower ribs come along with your upper part of your pelvis. It's not just your tailbone sticking out. It's not your back arching, but your whole low back and lower ribs get drawn along right side going backwards around that left axis okay and leave that and uh, lie down have a little rest lying down Lewis Carroll class, yes. Guess whether she means left or right when she says left or right. And then one more time, come up to standing. And stand just with your um, feet a normal distance apart, a little closer. And now this is where we come back to where we were six or seven weeks ago. Stand, so it's just stand with your feet together more or less, not right together, but comfortable distance. And just turn your right heel out, turn your right heel out. Turn your right heel out and shift your weight onto your right foot. Until you feel that you're really standing securely on your right foot and you could lift your left foot from the ground remember this something we did a couple weeks ago at the beginning you might start with your feet a little closer together and your right legs straight but you're not pushing your knee backwards 
If you don't push your knee backwards, you just come as you turn your heel backwards. As you turn it backwards, instantly it's there for you to transfer your weight. It's ready to hold your weight. That movement of your weight onto your right leg can happen immediately. And your left leg becomes free. Maybe you could take your left foot a little bit further back once your weight's transferred. Your left knee can come up a bit and your left foot is free to go here, there, anywhere. With your head going forwards and up, does that contribute to it? So we did this weeks and weeks ago. It was all with the spine folded, the spine curved. Now upright, forwards and up. So your weight can come onto your right foot and then your left foot can keep going as though you're going to keep going somewhere. And then come back. So everything turning around this axis of the right side of your body. The axis from your right hip to your right shoulder, your right ankle, right hip, right shoulder. And then do it to the other side. Turn your left heel out. And just go slowly a few times. You turn your heel out until you feel you're putting your leg, you're putting your foot into a place where the weight could immediately be transferred, where the weight could be taken right at the moment you get it in the right place. Your right foot now becomes light, can leave the floor. It's almost like there's so many sort of deep reflexes in you designed to keep you upright in gravity. It can almost feel like it's all doing it itself. If you just sort of transfer the weight and feel your foot there on the ground, it stands itself. Everything stands over that foot. And then your right foot becomes free and you don't have to grip the floor. You don't have to push in with anything. You don't have to clutch with your toes. If you're doing any of that, then just go more slowly and feel more and prepare more for everything to just land over top and your right foot now able to go backwards. Now around the axis of the left side, around the axis of the left heel, left shoulder. And so if you wanted to keep on going, you should keep on going. And you can go from side to side and compare. See, I push off when I go in one direction. I don't in the other. Great. Okay, leave that and just walk. Walk and feel what walking is like now.
Good. Okay. So that's it for 2011. <laughs>